0: You're listening to Fucks Given, the one with Scroobius Pip.
1: you're around your 30s you will know as as Pitt from the spoken word poetry the the rap that he used to do back in the day we would hear it in the clubs it was everywhere it was on XFM like on the radio everywhere so and he's yeah we're really excited a
0: podcast icon during yeah. the last few years as well
1: and he agreed to come on our podcast and talk about sex so we are so excited <laughs> and so enthralled um Yeah, we can't... We actually can't wait. Can't fucking wait. But Florence, before we... (laughs) Oh, you were just about to get there. But Florence, do you have any updates for us? Anything exciting in the world of Florence?
0: Well, not really. Um, (laughs) I woke up so horny last night in the middle of the night that I had to masturbate. And, like, I was so horny that, like, I came really quickly and all I was using was my hands. I I wonder
1: if you... That's some crazy shit. I wonder if you were, like, thinking about sexy dreams. If you're not masturbating... I mean, I'm finding I'm getting a lot of wet dreams at the moment because I'm not having sex or masturbating. And the wet dreams are literally about sex. And then I wake up, like, so fucking horny. Or that I've come in my dream.
0: I was thinking about the fantasy fuck episode that we did with Tara. And I was like, well... A fantasy is a fantasy I can think of like the dirtiest shit possible and it's just yes. a fantasy and that's why I yes. get so crazy. <laughs> what were you thinking about I can't even read you can't please Florence that's, no that's heartbreaking for me <laughs> I, mean, I need to know some things are left in the dark some shit, things man. I can keep to myself and that is oh, okay that
1: is okay that is okay fuck um my uh, my update isn't as exciting, but uh, I wanted to recognise my friend said this recently. Um, actually today, she said this today and it made me really realise. So then the last episode I was talking about how all of my horniness sort of w- just came to me like a sack of bricks, like it has done for you. And she mentioned it's probably because I've given up some of the things that make me excited and give me all that dopamine rush, like uh, mm. a partner, like a relationship, like sex. And like drugs and alcohol, you know, I've given up drugs, most drugs, not all drugs. And I think that's why I'm, I got that horniness, like that almost like crazy frustration moment. Yeah, um, I was, I was talking to my therapist this morning and I was saying that, oh, this, this doesn't feel right. You know, I, I gave up drugs and I'm still getting some of the symptoms I thought were from drugs. Like, you know, when, when you can't sleep because you're so horny and you cannot either get a person out of your your thoughts or a situation or a scenario and i was driving myself mad this week cuz i was like you know i couldn't sleep because i kept overthinking it and i woke up and i couldn't get back to sleep and i was just like so angry about it and she was saying that that could be part of the histrionic personality disorder that i associate with so deeply rather than i was thinking it was adhd i was like that sounds like an adhd thing and of course i've had my adhd test and i'm not i don't have adhd but i do have cluster b personality traits i made a made a video on youtube if anyone wants to know what's the going on there the best
0: kind so <laughs>
1: fun you know what it could it could have been it could have been one of the other clusters i'm grateful i got my cluster i'm grateful
0: what are the other clusters like the other clusters I cluster are like
1: cluster b's like pretty bad. <laughs> yeah cluster B is pretty bad but there's cluster a and cluster c man oh shit <laughs> You know, like, it's like literal psychopaths. And like, oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I got the... I feel like I got the okay cluster. I have... Yeah, cluster B yeah. personality traits is where I have traits from these personality disorders. And they don't like to diagnose personality disorders anymore because they're quite, like, outdated and backwards and can be really unhelpful. Yeah. It was really helpful for me. Really was it? helpful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, obviously, I went into a deep, dark depression hole of, oh, my God, I'm a, I'm a horrible, horrible person. But then... <laughs> changing that thought process Wait, around I'm an being actual like, narcissist yeah that it's was it i was a like a th-
0: buzzword i
1: was re i was reading all these articles and it was like how to survive if you're in a relationship with someone with cluster b personality trait." and i was like oh, oh god i'm uh, awful oh, but, um, no. so no i've learned i've learned to love it i've learned to love it i've learned to accept it and actually appreciate the fact that i have I have this. This is part of me. This is why I am the way that I am. And yes. some things, some things are actually not so bad to have. Like literally thinking everyone fancies you. I think that's a, that's a narcissistic trait,
0: right? That <laughs> yeah. is full narcissism. You've been saying that recently, and I was. I've been thinking on the side. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's just that is the narcissism. <laughs> that's the that's the,
1: narci- that's the narcissist part. The, the narcissist. I mean, it's part. a nice
0: feeling for you to feel yeah. like everyone fancies you.
1: Yeah, and I just have to roll with it. There's nothing I can do, really. There's nothing I can do, (laughs) apart from just accept and be happy about it. Obviously, there are times I am not happy and it becomes really problematic and difficult, like trying to... Like th- make people- making people think that I'm coming on to them when I actually I'm not sexually attracted to them at all. And that can be really confusing. And I just think I'm being nice, but it comes across extremely flirty and like I want to fuck
0: them. Mm, um, that can be complicated. Like a layer of like confidence that you get from the personality traits.
1: Yeah. I mean, look like look at me. I am I am the classic definition of like histrionic personality disorder. You, you literally we're... go up to
0: every hot guy that you see in the street yeah. and ask yeah. for his number and if he's single.
1: Yeah, every everyone it's like a challenge. I'm like, oh my god, hot guy, I will regret if I don't yeah. say anything. Yeah. Except yeah. the one time I was crying and I saw a hot dude and I was like, should I maybe not today. <laughs>
0: not today. And then you not were like, today. Oh, I really regret it. <laughs>
1: I did. I regretted it the whole day. I still regret it now because he was fit as fuck. And I was like, he would have been fine. He would have seen my tears. Maybe he would have found it hot. And then... then. Ooh, I mean, we he would have been it, into yeah.
0: your kind of shit if he found that hot. That is true. Like,
1: oh, made me cry. <laughs>
0: He's like, oh, sweet, vulnerable child. <laughs> yeah,
1: like fuck me till I'm bawling my eyes out. Oh god, why is that so hot? Um, I, I just want to add before we move on, histrionic personality disorder is extremely problematic. The whole thing is really outdated and old, and is directed at women. And some of the traits on there are like wears too, like too, too much revealing clothes, like inappropriate clothes, and is too flirty. And that is just like. It's really frustrating. Like the, the term hysteric comes from hysteria, where women were locked up for being hysterical. So yeah. the whole thing is a mind fuck. But yeah, enough about me and all my personality disorders. <laughs> and all of them. It's fascinating. I love love learning about this shit about ourselves. Maybe that's the narcissism
0: in me. I love learning about. Me. Myself. <laughs> myself. Myself. And on that note, shall yeah. <laughs> we get our guest on? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so that we stop, stop talking about, me talking about Reed.
1: <laughs> okay. I mean, that sounds horrible, but okay. <laughs> Hello, Scroovious Pip. Welcome to the pod.
2: Hello. Delighted to be here.
1: Do you prefer being called Scroovious Pip or by another Just name? Just Pip.
2: That's the shortest version of it. I've given myself a stupid name. I need to make it as easy for everyone else. <laughs> as possible
1: <laughs> amazing I like, we are I like pip we're so delighted to have you on i mean i remember hearing you on the radio all the time and in the clubs and absolutely loving your music and 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 your spoken word and rap it was it was like it was a game changer back then with music i found
2: it was definitely an interesting one there wasn't anyone in the uk doing what me and dan were doing at that time kind of yeah. thing so it did kind of it was a weird blessing and a curse because it meant we didn't have a scene to be part of, but it meant mm-hmm. our gigs had <laughs> punk kids there, had hip hop kids there, yeah, had electronic had kids there, indie kids. That's everything really It was, cool. it was a real mm-hmm. mix. And we'd get like people a lot older as well. So we'd, we'd always have a few people like in their 50s or, or whatever else. You're like, that's cool that there's this mix of, of things. But yeah, it makes it tough because every other band gets to go like in that era. Any female singer-songwriters could go right. What did Lily Allen do? Like mm-hmm. we need oh, to get yeah. on this radio show or do this or do that. But we didn't really have a blueprint to learn from. We were just let's yeah. just do everything. Let's do as yeah. much as we can. So, do
1: you get sick of people like being like, "Oh, just a band," or like you know <laughs> the, the the the
2: the the one that gets me is I because I stopped making music a good few years back. Every time I post, like I'm always. I feel I can't talk about it because. Anytime I mention it, everyone's like, you're going to make a new album? You're going to come back to music? I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, no. No, I'm a podcaster
0: now. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. (laughs) But it's it's nice to reflect on memories and stuff like that. But genuinely, I've had points before where I've posted a photo from a gig that we did and this amazing crowd and all this. And I've ended up taking it down because every comment is, mm. st- stop teasing us, stop being... I'm like, oh, I'm not teasing, shit, yeah, I'm just remembering course. my life, man. I'm, I'm
1: yeah, reminiscing. I'm just reminiscing about times, yeah. yeah. So for well, anyone yeah. who doesn't know who you are on this podcast, please yes. explain to our curious fuckers a bit about yourself and what you do now.
2: So I'm Scroobius Pip. I started off doing spoken word and rap and hip-hop and this weird m- mixture of stuff. I was l- lucky enough that the first s- single I did was... was Vash always kill, which had the just a band mm-hmm. bit in, and it got in the charts, so it meant we could tour the world. So I did that for about ten years, and then I stopped to move into acting and screenwriting and podcasting. So I've had a podcast nice. for nine years now. Um Wow. Yeah.
0: Nine Jeez. years. Wow. That must oh. you literally must have had like one of the first podcasts. Because yeah. we had one five years ago, yeah. and I was like, that was the that that was the it beginning was, of it podcasting. Was really, <laughs> Obviously it was really not
2: early doors. Yeah, it's interesting because one of the things I wanted to talk about, if it's okay with you guys, I'd just like to shower you in praise for a little bit at the start. Oh, um, well,
1: I mean, not going to say no to that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, any curious
1: <laughs> you do know a, praise with a praise
2: kink. kink yeah, yeah, yeah praise kink.
1: Yeah, I and mean, I was um, just talking about the narcissistic <laughs> personality traits. So I'm like, yes, please tell me more. But, but no,
2: it's, it's really interesting because w- when I started doing my podcast, we'd get I'd get a lot of love. Because of the openness and honesty on a lot of big Mm. subjects and that wasn't as big at the time and I I, again it's Mm. all my guests I had some amazing guests who really opened up about mental health suicide all sorts of things abuse all sorts of really heavy things now that's far more common in podcasting and more Mm -hmm. out there which is fucking great it's great that everyone's talking about things a lot more but it also worries me at times because you guys will know that you when you speak about something really personal it's nerve-wracking at first but then the listeners hear and they give you praise and they give you love mm. and they give you warmth and that's a beautiful thing but yeah it can be addictive and i think one of the things that really mm-hmm. floors me about you guys is your control over your openness and your sh- sharing and easy r- recent example is read like when you and your partner were having or partner at the time were having a break yeah the urge to talk about it immediately w- w- well have oh, so been there, strong. but it's really easy for your life to just turn into content, and mm-hmm. everything is just content, and that's all you're doing and I think that can be damaging so I love that you guys, both of you will have points where you're like we're going to have some stuff to talk about in a bit, but i'm not go- i'm I'm going to process it first, so you're looking out for your mental health, the other person involves mental health, the sanctity of the break as such because when it becomes a topic on the podcast, yeah you're not finding out what is really happening there and purity and all of these these different situations so yeah Mm -hmm. I love that I think you guys are really good at having that openness and honesty and that relationship with your listeners but looking out for yourself first like not at the cost of your own mental health like yeah I need to share this and then you know you're not ready to so yeah
1: it it can come at a cost I'm sure we've all done it where we've shared too much or with it's Doing this has really affected our personal lives and it's trying to put in those boundaries for yourself. I think that, and it's just yeah. so hard because everything is content. You want to talk about everything. I mean, our, our podcast is therapy for Florence and I a lot of the time. We're like, wow, that was a great therapy session. But we yeah, react the deep so strongly. The DMCs react, re- react so strongly to emotion and especially if you're going through something that's quite big or difficult to talk about then yeah stopping yourself before it's just like i fucking hate him and then you're like no no, i I don't actually feel like that
2: (laughs) oh yeah but again it's all different times and different depends on the situation it is all unique but i think it allows you to be more open as well like i get a lot of praise for my openness on podcasts in my music and that but that's because i'm really private about the things i want to be private about and because i keep them close to myself i feel comfortable and relaxed to say Here's something I want to talk about with you guys and be Mm. open about and things like that. So yeah.
0: We're all learning to put that in at the moment, I think. I think everyone's getting to a point where it's like, Wow, I think I've shared too much and like what is the effect of that on your personal life and your energy? And I think social media is that like game where everyone's like, you know, I have to keep putting out like these posts that like really catch up. They get a lot
2: of likes and they get a lot of reaction and
1: vulnerability is currency on social media and that can be so taxing to you as an individual especially because as much as it might feel good in the moment and you get that instant gratification Mm. with all the likes and the sharing afterwards you're like oh that's still there for the world to see and then also everyone can comment on it as well and yes the nice comments the supportive comments are there but you will always get one or two that are a little bit shitty and that can make you feel really shit about an already difficult and vulnerable situation to be and it's just yeah yeah, it's it's trying to like learn that no one's no one's ever taught us have they like how to hold back it's a constant
2: learning thing i had i had it last year i'm a i've got a stammer and i'm a patron for the british stammering association and amazing i did a load of work with them last year that was some really good campaigns and obviously i want to just help and be involved and do what i can but that stuff adds up as well. Because, again, it's the same. You get all this amazing mm-hmm. re- reaction, but then you're like, oh, right, am I just the stuttering guy then? Is that yeah. is that all I am now? Because <laughs> yeah. that's getting so yeah. much traction. And I'm you're trying to use your platform to do all of that. But yeah. on things yeah. like that, I've had to consciously go, right, I'm going to step away from that for a little bit. Because yeah. I need to get myself okay again. Because, again, as soon as I post about that, everyone's so warm and supportive because it's such a – As soon as I mentioned it, both of you understand. Be like, "Oh wow!" Like you know, it's a nice thing. It's this positive thing, and that can be addictive. All all of these things can be addictive. And it's like, right? No, I can't. Mm -hmm. But I said, I think you guys are really good at at balancing that. And again, I said, it is a constant learning. Thing.
1: I think you're right. Like, that that's base, That's Florence and I. I mean, I've turned into the pube girl. Every time I post about pubes or hair, I'm like, I, 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 I even prefer just being fully shaven. But I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe I should grow my hair for a little bit because everyone's so into the hair stuff. It's, and, and the breakup stuff for you, Florence. It's, yeah, it's yeah, the I,
0: heartbreak guru. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I recently, I think... Maybe it was like a few months ago, I was like, I'm not posting anything else about heartbreaks. I can't. Nice. Like, I don't. Can't do that, I don't want that to be my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one that just... always has to go through these breakups.
1: Yeah. But We've anyway, hit the limit. We've hit the limit.
0: <laughs> yeah. We had a really, um, well, we were really excited because we thought maybe we could introduce some of the old, old format back into this episode with you, where mm-hmm. we got guests on and we asked them about some of their kind of really important fucks that changed their life in some kind of way mm-hmm. yeah. so
1: in in the old podcast we've had we've had what's your best fuck what's your worst fuck what's the fuck that changed the game mm-hmm. what's the what the fuck fuck and also what's the fantasy fuck and you've prepared for us did you did you pick one or have you picked multiple
2: I've got kind of a couple or more more yes. things I want to s- s- say about a few first the change mm-hmm. the game fuck thing for me. I think the change that it I, – I, I've not got a specific fu- fuck on this one, but mm-hmm. I just want to highlight the um, invention of Airbnb and how that's Ooh. changed <laughs> sex for so <laughs> many right. people, I think. Because, again, it's the fact is every Airbnb <laughs> – I'm, I'm going away um, in a couple of days and I'm, I was booking a hotel and I'm looking at what kind of bath it's got. I'm looking at how big mm-hmm. the shower is and all these yeah. different things. I'm not going away for that. I'm going away to meet a mate. It's a like it's a uh, an, it's weirdly, it's an exercise thing. So I had to pull myself back Cunning, kind because of I'm like, I'm choosing this room. I'm like, yeah, that and this and that. And I'm like, oh no. Choosing a
1: room for the fuck.
2: Yeah, exactly. I was completely so booking cool. based off that. And that's not what this trip is gonna be anyway. So I was like, I'm gonna be wasting my money and I'm gonna be sitting there frustrated that I'm like, this room would be amazing for, yeah, that, for all the things, things yeah, I'm space. not doing. Yeah. yeah. So it's 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 weird on that. The other thing was the worst fuck because I think it's a really interesting topic and conversation, because I used to work in retail, and like this looks like I'm swerving answers now and just bringing up <laughs> topics instead, but I'm not. I, we love I've it. got kind of a specific on this as well. But, but I used to work in retail, and retail can be really incestuous, because you're all together all the time. You, oh, you're living yeah. for the weekend. You're all wanting to go out. Mm-hmm. And the thing that would annoy me, again, because I'm male, there's the existence of lads and lads chatting and there'd be so many lads that would come back <laughs> yeah. after a weekend and be like oh i slept with this girl or whatever who's works in like awful in bed t- t- a terrible fuck and whatever else and oh, i think people shit. don't but i think people don't realize that bad sex is two people's fault as is yes. good sex. Okay. Like it's, it's both I love people this. and it's definitely like the, 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 the the worst fuck that came to mind, and I'm not going to go into great detail because it feels, you know, rude, but <laughs> rude. it came to mind because it's someone that I know or I'm pretty sure is fucking great in bed. And I'm mm-hmm, perfectly happy yeah. with how I am in bed, but we didn't click. And it was someone who yeah. um we'd flirted for a, a long time. We'd always both been in relationships, but it was always a bit of a heat. So we'd never broached it or anything. I like that. And this was years and years ago. And then we were finally single at the same time and there'd been some s- some sexting and stuff. And then we finally slept together and we just didn't click. Oh, we just didn't have the same... Yeah. We didn't have the same energies at the same point or the same kinks mm. or whatever else it might be. And again, that's the thing that gets me. As I said, I've heard so many b- b- blokes slag w- w- women off for being mm-hmm. a bad shag or this or that. And I was sitting there thinking, well, you f- 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 fucked up last night then man yeah. What, yeah. you weren't <laughs> paying attention you, 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 you weren't paying you. attention to what was getting results what wasn't getting results you weren't attuned yeah you weren't communicating like physically or or, or verbally and again that's kind of that's all on that's that's on everyone it's it, yeah it's, it's, it's why it i find it an interesting though. question and same on the best ones as well it's like you two could both sleep with the same guy on different points and have completely different Experiences, oh, we, you
1: know we definitely oh, we would. We
0: yeah, we, there we, go. we definitely I didn't want to assume
2: anything there. That's why I don't want
1: to jump. In, oh, yeah, I think there's only
0: p- one guy that we both slept with, right? Yeah, one guy, yeah. And yeah. Then, again,
1: <laughs> both, yeah.
2: That's it. For one it could be amazing and for one it could be awful, but that doesn't mean it's that person is a good fuck or a bad fuck. It means those people yeah. were a good yeah. fuck or a bad well, fuck and we, that's,
1: we maintain that there is no such thing as a bad fuck. It's just, you know, it wasn't the time or you didn't connect. Well, it's, um,
2: the, it's the old, the, there's I mean, an old joke. And I, I, I can't believe I'm going to come on and tell an old man, an old man's sex <laughs> joke, a dad's yeah. sex, not a oh, dad God. sex joke. Oh, come true, on, still. Come on, give the dad um, a sex the, joke. There's an old joke where this, this guy is talking to his mate and he's like, oh, I had the worst blowjob in the history of blowjobs last night. Like the worst that's ever happened. And his mate's like, oh, how was it? And he's like, that was all right because you're still getting a blow the worst blow in the history of blow (laughs) still pretty decent it's still a pretty decent night out um and that's the same on all these things as long as you're yeah i don't know intimacy is is a beautiful thing and it worries me when people (laughs) i i I don't know if it's because i'm 41 now so i was never in the kind of uh, dating app era Mm -hmm. and i worry that the kind of quick dismissal or swiping can oh God, apply it so quickly to sex now mm-hmm. that it's like, well, no, that doesn't mean they're bad. That doesn't mean, and again, it could get yeah. good. It could, mm-hmm. you, you, you've not got a responsibility to keep sleeping with them until it's good, yeah. but you know, yeah. It could get, it's, yeah, it's a weird one.
0: Some people need to learn skills, of course, but yeah. that's all about communication and talking to them about like, you know, what you enjoy and like bringing that conversation up. Because, like, I, I got, like, a flash of, like, some guy going down on me and he just did, like, that really fast, like, little, like, pointy tongue thing. And I was like, that was <laughs> Not bad. for me, yeah. It's the exact no.
2: example I was going to give a mate of mine talking about getting a bad blowjob. And it was like, he was describing, <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, well, why didn't you say anything?
0: Yeah. Right? yeah. They don't know what
2: you're into. And, again, the same on both sides of it. I'm... Fucking grateful for all the feedback I've ever had. Cause, yes, Because yes. you're learning more. and you're improving it. and you're getting yeah. b- 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 better. The, the whole never fake an orgasm. You know, have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Give a lesson, yeah. talk and and learn rather than than just go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was great. Great. Yeah, I, f- I feel like we're, we we because then that weird we quick just... tongue action is going on and on for all these poor women. <laughs> all I all know. All over the place.
1: Like you know. I, Take one for and the team and help people in the future. Like the,
0: yeah. yeah, this guy's well, like this the speed the of thing. my
2: tongue. He's training beforehand. He's warming up. He's flexing. Yeah.
0: Well, you you, <laughs> you know he beforehand he was like, yeah, I love oral sex. Like I love going down. in it. And up. like when he did it, I was like, you don't love this.
1: <laughs> you can't love it. You just can't. Because like you
0: can tell when someone loves it, and he was not like eating my pussy. Like he loved eating pussy. Yeah.
1: I feel like we're just, we're so quick to defence mode. If we didn't have a good time, we never want to look inward and think maybe it was on us. It's so easy to blame it on other people and go, they were shit. They didn't know what they were doing. And it's like, but... You could have guided them. You could have set your boundaries. You could have told them what you actually like. Like, yeah. no, Although, like slow down. I don't want penetrative sex. I want you to just go really slowly, barely touch. You know, yeah, it's, it's just or, hard or, or, to say do that do in the moment. I do want
0: penetrative sex.
2: Though. You know, because that's both things as well. I'm, I've always been a big fan of of foreplay. And again, I think there's, I think it's a, it's at times a male thing because there's different pressures on a male with penetrative sex than there is with. Um, oral sex or any kind of foreplay because w- women have the advantage of being able to have orgasm after orgasm with men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. W- once that's done, we're out. That's it. This is kind we're of game over from our yeah. side of things. So that's it. Yeah. I, I, I think there are different pressures there, but I've definitely had situations where I've been with someone who, you know, is more than happy to just have loads of foreplay or whatever and until they're exhausted and not care about penetrative sex. But then I've had other people who it hasn't occurred to me. I was like, well, you've come loads of times. I don't know I didn't realise that you're you're missing something here, but that communication comes in, you're like, Oh right, I get that. I see.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it can also happen in the flip reverse like i'm not a massive fan of being eaten out i prefer penetrative sex and sometimes i don't want any foreplay i want penetrative sex and then i then we can play and and maybe yeah, do yeah, foreplay yeah, yeah, yeah. but like if someone is you know it's that format everyone goes to the immediate format of like yeah like fingering blowjob <laughs> eating out and yeah. then sex and it's like that not everyone's into the format you just it's about asking it's about asking what pe- people like and also stating don't don't wait to be asked. State yeah. it if you can, yeah. if you feel comfortable to. Because you're right, Florence, it's really hard to do that in the moment sometimes. It is.
0: I'm, I'm wondering, like, I mean, I always think texting and like maybe even sexting before you get into stuff gives people like a little bit more of an idea of what someone wants. Like it can be really beneficial to do that if you're scared of saying things in the moment. Because I know that for sure. I did not say anything to that guy with a speedy tongue. And then I think I had the conversation with him later on yeah. via text, but that didn't really go that well. It's
1: hard. I, I, I think it's better <laughs> it to do gone, it in the moment. It, it definitely would have
0: been better. But it's, it's hard like, to do. Yeah, I could be like, please, like, you know, slow down. Like, you know, like, I don't but you know. Can, like, again, all of those things, tongue. though, it can
2: be that can be fucking hot like if you Mm -hmm, phrase it correctly or say it in the right way rather than a stop that that's horrible you (laughs) um, you, 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 you can ask to slow down or ask to do this or do that and any guy's going to be happy to get in in that kind of instruction and that kind of guidance because it makes you think right well this is you know, we're going in the right direction or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, yeah. I wonder if happening.
1: it's harder because, um, generally speaking, women are more submissive, men are more dominant, not not necessarily, but generally speaking. And for a woman to ask for something, especially when they're in that submissive place or they just want someone to do everything for them, it's it's almost like coming out of of not just character, but out of that headspace that you've got yourself in where you just want them to do everything and get it right and of course everyone wants that everyone wants people to know what your mind is thinking and to do it mind perfectly readers. but it's just not possible we can't do that so yeah you're right it's about asking in the right way and being like oh my god that's really nice but would you mind slowing it down but i think being a little Florence bit more gentle
2: as as mm-hmm. well though i think sexting and anything in advance can be a really good way to lay down what you like and kind of even after even if if it's not gone the way you wanted and you didn't want to speak up you don't have to text them say here's what was wrong next time (laughs) things are getting a bit hot on on text you could be I've been thinking of you Doing this really slowly, or doing this really, or doing this, or that, yeah, and being like specific that. on I've it. Been thinking and thinking of then you can, hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it isn't. Remember last time? That was fucking awful. Can you talk sort of, <laughs> to it's, it's instead going, you, like, you came into my head today, and I couldn't stop thinking of. And then you can give more instruction there as well. And it's kind of, yeah. yeah.
1: Amazing. And moving on from this area, we, a couple of episodes ago, we spoke about the 69 position being almost like a red flag and a a toxic position if it's if it's your favorite position so what what do you make of that do you like 69ing
2: you see this is gold because you know when you listen to a podcast and you want to jump in and be part of the conversation that's basically what I'm using this as I said read a list of things from previous episodes I'm like I want to talk to you guys about this so I'm just jumping in I'm doing what every listener wants to be able to do but I love it. I, I couldn't agree more I think it's Bizarre. I think it's interesting because, again, another reason I like your podcast is it's educational as well. From a for a male, like two things that you discussed, I think in that episode were sixty nine in and doggy style. And interestingly, I think they're the first two that were f- like mainstream fetishized. Yeah, really. they were. They yeah, were the like, first two was, like, guys that, that talk about fucking a girl doggy. Yeah, do- yeah. and, and, and sixty nine mm-hmm. They're the two that were these mainstream kinky things. And I think it's why people can get obsessed with them. And the doggy conversation I said was fascinating to me because I've never thought about the difference or never given enough, maybe selfishly, never given enough attention Mm. into the difference of angle. And the fact is, if we go into the trouble of putting like, a pillow under your hips when we're in missionary to really get that angle perfect. Yeah. yeah. How are we going doggy gun? It's probably hitting roughly the right. It's, 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 it's in the right. It'll be f- if, yeah. if we go into that new, nu- that nuance in these situations to get it exactly yeah. right. Of course it's a big difference. So it's an interesting yeah. one. And again, I think it's a, there is a dominance thing there. There is the beauty of more physical control because you are in a position where you can, have like you're in complete control. You can control the body of your partner. You're kneeling, so you're in control of, of your of your own body. But yes yeah, it was really interesting to kind of be educated and that to kind of go, all right, okay, that's that's an angle. That's a position that's that's fine. But maybe that's not the this is the big ending. Let's go for this coming. Yeah. Because at that point, I might be going, all right, let's. But the 69. I mean, if you
1: have like a like a kink for it or you really love it, that's the position that makes you come. Fair enough. But it's worth having a conversation with your partner and asking, is that something you're into? And if not, then how can we make it the best for you? Yeah, I think yeah. these positions are just yeah. inherently quite selfish, it seems. It seems like I'm getting my rocks off and I don't really care about how you feel. But, yeah. you know. That's changing now. We're actually becoming more aware of how other people feel in the bedroom, which is good.
0: I was thinking like during Doggy, there's so many different ways you can do doggy as well. You can yeah. do it with your like legs like closed or mm. like super wide or you know, like they'll be face down, arse up, you yeah, know. Yeah, like exactly. Or like your lots face of is like higher I had, like, I once was talking to someone and they were like, oh, I was fucking someone doggy. And, like, they wouldn't stop, like, arching their back in, like, not a hot way. And, like, as he was talking, I was like, but, like, surely, like, if you, it's quite hard. Because I always think when I, when I'm in doggy, I go into, like, performative mode because I'm not, like. Yes, it's it's porny. It's not. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's not really mm-hmm.
0: for my pleasure. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like arch my back, like get my like butt out so like I look visually appe- appealing to them. But then I was thinking but there are moments where I get into it and I can feel my back like getting out of the arch <laughs> yeah, like, position out, 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 because out. it's like <laughs> it's uh, actually more comfortable if you're not in that position. Of yeah. course
1: it is. And it can be it pleasurable. Is. There are times it can be pleasurable, but most of the time, it doesn't just, yeah. it just doesn't hit right. I, I it's it's reckon, performative. It's all yeah. for visuals.
0: I reckon doggy's probably more like better for us if we had our backs arched in a different way.
1: Yeah. yeah, or maybe we just didn't fucking do doggy. Or we had like the doggy pillow where we would lie on top of it and we just mm. don't even have to hold ourselves up. Oh, that well, that's what's gonna say. Really it's it's yeah.
2: the, the the fact is there's loads of different variations that are far more comfortable. Like you could be over something or, you know, there's all sorts of things like that, that the guys yeah. get in the same position, you, but you're getting yeah. a little more comfort. Um, but, but sorry, I, I've diverted again, but at 69s, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I don't understand why there's this excitement over them. I'm, I'm tall. <laughs> I'm six foot four. So they're always awkward anyway. Oh, but it's like Fuck. my thought with the 69 is like, what's the rush?
1: yeah receiving Mm -hmm. head
2: and giving head for me are two of the best things in the world like massively into both of them so Mm -hmm. why not do one and then do the other and really enjoy them like take the time i love pizza and ice cream but if someone dumps (laughs) ice cream on my pizza i'd be like why have you put these together i want to savour every slice of the pizza and then (laughs) devour every bit of the ice cream and these things should be enjoyed separately it feels like a rush and if it's a rush then just fuck
0: yeah, because yeah.
2: that's that can be done in a rush in a fun way. Yeah, I think it's again, but it's that thing. I do think it's because it was the first kink to be more more mainstream and public. It's like the it's the Fifty Shades of Grey of positions. Oh it's my like god, people yeah. Like, like yeah. if you like Sixty Nine, then you're gonna love this. If you like Fifty Shades of Grey, wait till you find out about Four <laughs> Chambers or or, or, or yeah. whatever else, yeah. whatever yeah. proper good shit there is out there, kind of thing. And it feels mm-hmm. like that. It's like people. And just quickly as well, I don't want to sh- kind of shame anyone who is into it because yeah. if it does make you feel kinky and sexy and whatever else, then mm-hmm. cool. But, yeah, I completely agree. I don't think either way up it's comfortable for anyone. And equally, I'd, I'd <laughs> no. rather enjoy both parts of that f- fully. I'd rather yeah. really lose myself going down on someone or lose myself having someone go down on me rather exactly. than
0: be confused it's hard at both. To... Focus on two things at the yeah. same time. That's always really been the hard. thing for me. I always found that it was like the thing that you needed to tick up off the sexual yes. bucket list. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: When you're first fucking, you're doing all the positions.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I literally remember the first time that I 69 and I was like,
1: huh. Yeah. I was really disappointed. I was like, <laughs> well, what the fuck was that? Like, I, I'm, yeah. I'm never, ever going to come. I can't even mm. experience any pleasure from this. I'm just so overly aware of everything but i could see it maybe from uh, a, a male point of view who loves having having like you know who loves eating pussy and loves face sitting was it yeah, yeah face sitting and yeah. also having your dick sucked at the same time as that i imagine in your fantasy is perfect and amazing and like feels really good but then the reality there's just so much going on yeah and yeah. then therefore yeah. becomes a bit of a selfish position
2: there probably are people who if they fit perfectly
1: yeah and it works yeah
2: and again i need to quickly say the fucking imposter syndrome and paranoia i've got coming on as the first guy after orlando who's got the sexiest voice <laughs> the sexiest name looks sexy his stories are like i was eight hours into a dmt induced sex yeah, fest doing what the fuck? a handstand and my partner I was know. on top of me, and all this, and I'm like, I, I had a blowjob once. <laughs>
1: like, I can, how, can I, how can
2: I follow that yeah. dude?
0: Oh, Orlando's <laughs> of course great. you guys yes. But yeah, yeah he's got everyone's some good experiences stories. are just as good as, yeah, of just course. as valid of That one yeah. blowjob
1: you had once was probably amazing. Yeah, so good. It was <laughs> such
2: a moment. That time we sixty nine. I always remember uh, a mate of mine. <laughs> again coming into HMV when I worked in retail mm-hmm. and he was oh, saying HMV,
0: it, back in the day yeah, back it was, in the it day was
2: emotional times and he came in and and he was like he wanted to tell a story about him and his girlfriend last night and I've never been that guy I like I think it's weird because on, on in formats l- l- like this I'm perfectly I think it's really important to be open I think sex positivity and openness about sex is a step towards solving loads of the problems with mm-hmm. sex in this country with men yeah. who are violent and aggressive because they've not mm-hmm. expressed or not l- 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 learned these things but yeah i've never been mm-hmm. one for kind of l- lads like oh fuck this bird last night yeah But he, the thing that always stuck with me was he was like he wanted to tell me about this night and his opening sentence just killed me because he just said so uh we were performing the 69 <laughs> and just 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 starting with perf- just the performance of it. <laughs> yeah, were we were performing the '69, yeah. and it just, it just always, just I think that ruined the, the <laughs> Yeah, for me a well, it,
1: bit. he he's got it right. They were but performing we were it; they weren't enjoying exactly it. We yes. were young kids. it, it, was a, it was a,
2: Yeah, it was an early relationship, yeah. and at mm-hmm. that point, you're like, here's the moves that you do. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The tick list. That's kind of what sex was like when you were a teenager when you first yes. started fucking. Like, it yeah. was all just like. like we need to try that we need to try this and it didn't necessarily feel super good in my first relationship anyway it was just like the first time I had sex we had sex in my bed and then we had shower sex So, so it was like ticking that off as well in the same night of losing my virginity it's the porn list the porn
1: position list because you're only ever hearing it, either you're watching it in porn or seeing it online or you're hearing it from your mates and they're sort of categorising it in these porn terms, which is like, have you had shower sex yet? Oh my God, it's amazing. And it's like, no, it isn't. Like, and who loads told of you your that? mates are
2: just talking <laughs> about it because they've literally watched it in porn. Yes, yeah. yeah,
1: not even have to, not even done it.
2: Bath sex w- w- was w- one of them for me. It's like, oh, that's yes. fucking oh, awkward, that's awkward oh, as fuck, man. And so as, again, awkward. similar with shower sex, the water you know can can cause issues because of yeah. um the yeah. removal of the natural uh
1: the UTI oh, yeah. you need the dry need fucking, lube. i cannot
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. you lube need leave is a shower thing as and well and the yeah. position oh the
1: position it's you're in some uncomfortable like you're in a crab position and then you're on your tippy toes <laughs> and, and i've had some really <sighs>
2: good situations in that situation mm-hmm. but it's not what we are led, uh, led to believe when it's yes. like this yes. sexy yeah. thing. it's all fake like- <laughs> But my, it was all uh, fake. B- before I forget it as well, my mm-hmm. the the what the fuck one that came the what the fuck yes. fuck that came to mind yes. was more because I genuinely g- g- genuinely remember thinking, what is going on? Like how how <laughs> are we that. here? How is this happening? And it was it was another one. It was a while back, and it was we had a lot of of sexting and back and forth. I think we oh we had had slept together a few times at that point, but we lived in different ends of the country. And I was up in 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 Sheffield doing some writing and had a hotel room.
1: Aye, and aye, aye. we
2: arranged, see, yeah. I, I Not an Airbnb. Carefully. Yeah. Um, and we arranged to, to, uh, to meet up. And again, it's that beautiful time when it is, you know, you're going to have a wonderful time together in general, but there's such tension and it's all so mm, built up. And yeah. I remember us getting in the hotel room and me pinning her against the wall um and we're removing oh, clothes right. and it's all getting very sexy and i go down on her while she's standing up and she throws a leg over my shoulder and again i'm six foot four and quite particularly at that point <laughs> in decent shape i suddenly grabbed the other leg and started standing up so oh shit! it was a high ceiling so i'm now stood up at six foot four with legs over my shoulder going down on this girl as her hands are on the ceiling and it was fucking amazing Sick. it was really oh but again God. it was beautiful yeah. it was such but it was it was the fact it wasn't a planned p- position or, a, or we need to tick yes. this off the box it happened really naturally and I just yeah. remember as it was going really well because again uh, s- set and situation I think really mm-hmm. influenced pleasure and all that kind of thing as well it's not as simple as the mechanics of it all yeah. so yeah I remember it going all r- r- really well there but a moment of me going like I didn't know this was an option. I didn't plan to start picking you up and pinning you to the ceiling, essentially, like, because it was, it was a high ceiling, but not that high. So there was some kind of, you know, levels of panic and fear involved because it,
1: yeah. it's a long like, oh, way to like, fall as well. Felt? How do I get out yeah, of this? Oh, exactly. okay. But
2: I said, it went really well and it removed the kind of, the pressure of of, of that standing up, sex or oral or whatever else where the knees go weak and then there's this panic. It's like, oh no, I've already got you. I've already very much got you. You can go, your whole body can go as limp as you want because i now will carry really you and like put exorcist you down on,
0: the bed. on the ceiling in the corner yeah. like yeah. <laughs> it was
2: mad like it was that but again it was amazing <laughs> and it was really yeah
1: you mentioned earlier on you mentioned four chambers um four chambered heart which is amazing because vex is one of like we know vex really well we've had her on the podcast before um is and, and we wanted to talk about paying for porn you know with you because it's I, I don't think enough people talk about it, especially being a straight man, especially being of an era where we got porn for free all over the internet. And now paying for porn is still so weird to us, even though we're happy paying for Netflix and we're happy paying for like Prime and shit. We still haven't got over the hurdle with
0: porn. Oh my God, we're paying for so many subscriptions. It's crazy. Right? It's normal. have not it's got normal. a problem
2: at all. It's really interesting. I do, I do a post every now and then. I did one in, in December, a tweet that kind of just mm-hmm. saying like December is a really, traditionally a really tough month for sex workers because people are doing family stuff, people are spending money's tight, all this kind of thing. So if there's any sex workers who follow me, plug your shit here, like Mm -hmm. put your links, do all of this. Um, And it always goes down really well. But there's always a few people who, again, as you said – cis white males or non-sex workers often don't talk that much about paying for porn because people will accuse you of being a simp or whatever else but yeah i come from the music industry and when i started doing music people were happy to pay for music of course and then as my career went on people feel started to feel that they're entitled to every song in the world ever for free and that's really tough for someone who's putting their heart and soul into this so um Again, I feel the same way with sex work. I I currently probably watch more porn than I ever have. And it's because of the kind of the OnlyFans revolution as such. And again, you've talked a lot about how shit OnlyFans can be and how shit they have been. <laughs> yeah. But I think I there was definitely early days where I'd feel... Bad watching porn because of knowing how fucked up the industry was, knowing there's these big production houses that are ripping off the performers, all these kind of things. And I remember early on Pornhub, amateur would be one of the first searches I'm putting Mm -hmm. in because you're like, oh, right, this is a person actually doing this. And then that came perfectly when OnlyFans and all these other things, fansly, pocket stars, admire me, all of these, started to come out because you get to pay the – you know that the performer – The creator is being paid direct. You know Mm -hmm. that they're in control, that they can choose their limits. And there's psychological things there that still, you know, that will still be encountered because you might Mm want to do things that you maybe don't want to do because it pays well. There's things like that, but there's no external force sitting there going, Yeah, you've got to do this on this, or we're gonna get you coked up and then we're gonna bring in this guy or this, you know, (laughs) all these fucked up things. The reason I was up for discussing this. Was I wanted to share with you how I how I watch paul Now it's not like oh, that. Please. This isn't really fucked up, but because <laughs> because Reid, you you or both of you expressed a slight guilt at points of using Pornhub still. Yeah. As 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 less as so with Pornhub, but just yeah, the
1: the the tube the yeah. porn tube sites. there. are yeah. like I, I still can't stop i still yeah and, i'm still i've still got that right. addiction
2: Pornhub has gone in that direction where everyone is more v- verified now it should be the only people and that's the reason the way i describe it and again this isn't a conversation i have a lot so i was excited to have it i use Pornhub like spotify yeah i find the <laughs> stuff i'm into and then if i like someone i'll go and buy their merch or yeah, i'll go and see their gig right. you know it's tough with with lust and arousal because you don't know what you're mm-hmm. going to be in the mood for at the time and we, we've all got a limited amount of income so if I'm subscribed to three people this month on OnlyFans I might not be in the <laughs> mood rinsed. for those three people this month <laughs> or in this or on this particular n- night so Pornhub is great for the browsing period and yeah. then in ge- in g- general when I can I'll find some like there's loads of people I follow on OnlyFans or on different p- platforms that I found through browsing free porn and I think that's the only way we can justify your Spotify's and that. I wanted to express that partly as said to be someone who isn't in sex work saying there's nothing wrong with paying for sex. It's good. It's positive. It's a positive thing. It doesn't make you feel like you're pathetic or anything else. But also partly as said, people feel guilty because you are going to browse the free porn as well. It can't be this... All industries can get too hard line at points. And again, I know a lot of musicians who are like, Who've taken all their music off Spotify and things like that, and I get it, I understand it, but that's probably not the way to solve the Spotify issue. I don't know what this what the way is. You're basically you're punishing your your audience who 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 can't who can't get it anymore. Yeah. Like again, that OnlyFans scandal. I turned down OnlyFans just before that scandal happened because because OnlyFans hit re- reached up directly asking me to make podcast content content yes. on there and stuff like that and I wrote this long response saying look it feels like you're trying to get away from the people that built your platform yes yes, sex yes. yes. So thank I was you like, I'm not up for that because I don't want to be part of that and they replied so not at all we're so proud of everything blah blah and then literally mm-hmm. a few months later they tried to get rid of yeah that was tough as well because they're almost too big to fail yeah like if if mm-hmm. everyone could have gone to one place then that would have you could have all boycotted only fans from a creator point of view obviously the fear is the audience boycotting and it damaging fear, you guys yeah. rather than mm-hmm. anyone else but if everyone had gone to fansly then that would have worked but the fact is yeah, yeah. people just lazy yeah. yeah if they have to have their fansly account and their admire me and their pockets and all this to to get the people that they want yeah. to watch or the content that they want to watch then only fans is easy for that it's all there yeah everyone's there on only fans yeah. it
0: seems yeah. i think people feel less taboo about having an only fans subscription as well than yes than other uh, websites which yeah. i'm not sure well, why they've made, but... they,
1: well they've made it so mainstream and exactly what you were saying pip where they're getting people non non porn people in to try and have non explicit content go out. I mean they yeah. have a they have an OnlyFans TV platform and that they want Do they? performers. Yeah, they want performers to go on there, but it's not explicit. You know, so it's like, like they've asked me about it, and it's like, it has to be like, has to be like TV, and it's like, oh, you could earn so much money if you got all of your top OnlyFans creators doing crazy shit on a fucking channel. Do you know how much money that would make? Everyone, everyone would be happy. But no, they, they they're trying really hard to move away from. The, the adult industry and again keep it taboo and they're and, lying and that's to the problem. our faces it's, it's the moving it. away
2: again i think mm. all of that is positive if it's not at the cost of sex workers
0: this episode is sponsored by joy club to all the kink
1: and fetish lovers out there aren't you mm. sick and tired of not having a place to go
0: to find people Ah, oh, it's so important when you find your community and a space to explore what you truly desire in the bedroom.
1: I felt so lost and lonely when I couldn't find people with tickle fetishes. So using a space like Joy Club has allowed me to connect with like-minded people.
0: They also have loads of live sessions and tutorials like Shibari. So finally, I can get my hands onto some rope.
1: And for anyone living in the UK, Joy Club is free for the first year.
0: Sign up now and
1: we'll see you over there. That's joyclub.com we've done a little um agony aunt section you're you're gonna be taking the agony aunt role and we have a
0: couple of listener (laughs) questions for you we we do (laughs) the first one is how to help a guy last longer
2: that's interesting and i think it's for me i think it's variating what you're doing um because again i don't subscribe to the think of football or think of work or think of something yeah, else because you yeah, miss yeah. why think you of there? your mum why so like, yeah yeah <laughs> again, all of that stuff it's like you should be lost in that moment it's fucking <laughs> like you're getting yes. to have sex you shouldn't be drifting off, off somewhere else to try and last longer so if you're str- struggling with that then you can pull out you can go over to some fingering you can
0: mm-hmm. you, you can be
2: doing all sorts of other things and you can keep that in kind of a healthy rotation as such, rather than yeah. it being... Yeah. Imagine you're not in the room. Because that seems like a waste. <laughs> it's like, just stop doing it then. Just get up and leave. If, What's if, the point of if, having
0: if, sex if you're not in yeah, it? Yeah, if if yeah. you're not going to enjoy it
2: and, and be be lost in it. Condoms can make you last longer. There can be specific condoms to make you last longer. I always think... I was thinking it earlier, of, of Florence, when you were talking about a sexting. I'm like, it's so weird because you can't bring up a condom in sexting because that's not hot in any way shape or form. <laughs> yeah. but for the reality yeah. of Along sex condoms, it'd be it? yeah, yeah for the reality of sex it'd be beautiful if you could because you could yeah. have been s- s- sexting all this time and then it comes to it and you're not yeah. in a long-term relationship and you you know you have to think of safety and everything mm-hmm. that can can kill the mood a bit but again in this respect yeah. it can be really helpful because it can make things l- last longer it can be a change I, as well
0: i think sexy you know like in some of my erotic stories that i wrote in my book i tried to use condoms in some of them like and some of them aren't protected some of them are protected because i was like gotta try and make the condom using like a sexy act you know he pulls out the condom and then rolls it down his shaft you know
1: someone brings up the conversation around condoms that in itself is sexy it's like they're looking after their sexual health they're looking after your sexual health yeah and it can just be like so, like, how do you feel about condoms? Like, is that something you're okay with? And and having a conversation around it can make it. I don't know. If someone was to ask me, like, oh, what's what are your thought on condoms? Then yeah, I'd just be like, oh, whoa, he's so, I've, I've, so mature.
2: <laughs> I've got genuinely sexy memories of condoms, and 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 one came to mind instantly. Then, and it's the same person that was on my shoulders in in Sheffield. But I'm laying down, and I've pulled them up to. to, to a, a, a set on my face, their hands kind of on on the on the headboard or whatever else, and while I'm eating eating them out, I'm putting a condom on, and then when the nice. the, the, the point is right can kind of slip from underneath. Again, sadly, it's a sexy memory that ends in doggy, which is now ruined for me. Thanks
0: guys. (laughs) But but no,
2: again, the, the, the the beauty of that is I can slip out from under the legs and be, be behind. And then we're fucking, and it's a really kind of a really good transition from all of that build. But it's a sexy memory because I'm there knowing that I'm, preparing yes you yeah. know you're gonna have whilst, sex yeah. whilst also giving pleasure at the same time yeah, so it's, it's a really good balance and then knowing that this is now gonna change pace you know it's going to be a different thing now because yeah. there's a headboard there's there's you know all of the position and everything so yeah again, it's well, also that's, that's in- a condom based genuinely erotic memory of mine it's like it shouldn't yeah. have to be this yeah forgetting that bit because it's it's boring. It can, you
1: yeah. can make it sexy. I, I love putting a condom on another person. That's exciting and it's so intimate and nobody really does it and it kind of gets rid of that awkward like, oh my God, got to get the condom on real quick and stick it in you. It's this whole like, no, let's take our time and sew it down and I want to put this on you and it's like, this is an intimate moment that we're both agreeing on. So
2: good. I'm a massive advocate on letting or requesting or suggesting your partner continues to play with themselves while you're putting on a condom and take your time
1: with it. Okay, so next question we have is cheated in brackets, messaged another girl for six weeks and spoke about positions and asked for picks, close brackets. Can I get over it?
2: I've got experience on this because I've been in, in in an old, in the first relationship I was in when I when my music career took off, i suddenly getting all this attention and suddenly there's... It, I blew up on social media. It was MySpace and then all these kind of things. So I'm suddenly getting people in my DMs and I'm on tour and it's weird because you can... It doesn't feel real. Like, you can disassociate. It's the internet. It's not real. It's feels like you're watching porn and things like that, which... But it's not, you know. you I, I, I'm, I hate technicalities. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you know if what you're doing is going to hurt someone or not. So you going, oh, it's not technically cheating. It's not this or that. It's like, fuck off. I don't care. So I was the one in the wrong there and I got caught and I felt fucking awful and it was horrible. And I tried to come on the kind of for a second, tried to think on the, but it's not, I didn't do anything physically. I didn't do this. It's like, Fuck that! You know what you're doing, and you know the hurt that causes, and it's not for anyone else to answer if you can or can't get over that. Sadly, Mm -hmm. because it's it's, it's
1: taking taking accountability, right? And you're right; it doesn't matter whether it's a message or if it's like liking a photo on Instagram. If you know your partner isn't okay with it, then Mm -hmm. that that's doing something. You're you're actively going against what your partner yeah. would want. I, I do think that we've
0: we've put cheating on this weird pedestal in terms of like, it's the worst thing that you can do in relationships. Mm, yeah. And yeah. it's like the relationship's over when someone cheats because it means certain things and mm. you're like, oh, I'll never be able to trust them again. But I do think that cheating is a lot more complicated than that. Yeah. And actually a lot of the time people stay with people that have cheated with them because yeah. It's just not that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people can get over it. It rarely happens that someone is
1: actively going. I'm going to go and do this to hurt you. I'm going to go and fuck someone else. It's always yeah. an accident. It's always like a slip up or a, Ca- a lack caught in, in the moment. Yeah. Or... yeah, that's just being human. But yeah. it still, it still can hurt and be hard I was gonna say, to deal yeah, with. It's
2: valid that equally, it's fine if you can't get over it. Yeah. And you have to be honest Both. with yourself on that because yeah, you. I think it equally can't work if you're going to hold that over the person for the yes. rest of, of, of the relationship yeah. either. They are the one that fucked up and did wrong, but you can't move on unless you're properly moving on. So
0: Yeah.
1: All right, next question. This one says, Pips, look for the woman will confirm any doubts that you have in your relationship. Facts. Oh, what's that?
2: What's um, looks for the woman? Oh, oh, on our first album, we had a song called Look for the Woman. Um, oh, and it's about it's amazing. about a breakup. It's really interesting how it was written, actually, because The Hook was written by Dan Lassac, who was the producer I worked with for most of my career. And I wouldn't send him the verses for ages because I knew that it was kind of about his relationship. And The Hook is, at the time, <laughs> The Hook Shit. is, there's a weight over me today, something I have to say. I love you too much to leave, but don't love you enough to stay. So oh. it's... It's really bleak and personal. I was like, look, I don't want to... I wrote my lyrics about my previous experiences in that kind of situation. But I was like, I can't send this to you because I don't want to lead you one way or the other. I don't want my lyrics to make you go, yep, I should end it, or no, I shouldn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It ended up ending. And then I was like, well, here's my kind of (laughs) angle on it all.
0: The next one is, on another pod, he spoke about non-sexual erections when being emotionally close with friends. Ooh, tell us oh my now. god my
1: therapist and i were talking about that today that's really cool i love non-sexual erections they're amazing i spoke about it
2: on either the cuddle club pod which is great L- lou sanders has got a podcast just about cuddling and it's oh wonderful. that's amazing um, we read
0: need that yeah or,
2: or it was on s- s- sex with charlie and nina which i think you'd, you'd love as well because it's two just yeah just really sex positive open women talking about they both Amazing. worked in sex shops for years. Um, and it's yeah, I've got I've cool. got some some crazy stories. But I think the example I gave at that point is getting aroused when a female friend but a platonic female friend was mm-hmm. crying on me.
1: Yeah.
2: And I'm not yeah. into crying, oh. I've not got a crying kink, and it wasn't. My an ex has done thing. that.
1: Yeah. And it's like
2: it's like I don't want anyone to know this because it's not mm-hmm. and again, I've had there's been numerous things where I'm like I've got an erection at the moment for no reason. I'm not horny. <laughs> I'm not turned on. But, like, for example, the World's Strongest Man competition is on TV. I don't oh want anyone God, to know stop. I've got an erection because they're going to love... think it's related to the World's Strongest Man. And it's not related. to I love the World's Strongest Man, but I'm not sexually heated up by it. And, yeah, I think it's really weird. I, uh, mm. b- before we started, we were briefly talking about aeroplanes and I almost mentioned there's always at some point on an aeroplane I will get an erection and it's it's not again it's not related to I don't know if it's a pressures or like there's a thing Brett Goldstein uh, uh, talks about this a lot there's a thing where if you watch an emotional film on a plane you're more likely oh. to cry. Like what do you, you mean more like so yes. I cry on
1: every single flight yes. that I'm on? Yeah. Every flight. So I
2: think there is something that adjusts your emotions or whatever. And for yeah. me, I seem to get aroused on pretty much every plane I go on. Um, That's not amazing. ideal. I'm normally tra- travelling on my own. And oh, again, the, the Paul myth of of, yeah. of of catching someone's eye across the aisle or doesn't, whatever else doesn't really yeah, happen. Never so. happens. Really doesn't
1: the High club just doesn't. doesn't yeah. go down. But yeah. I, I mean, I don't have a penis. But I wonder if, if especially the the crying on the shoulder thing, mm. where it's also a situation where you're like, I don't want to have a, an erection, but it's such an intimate moment. It yeah, might even be more intimacy, intimate there. than than yeah. sex itself. And there's, yeah. I mean, I, this is what I'm assuming. Like with my ex he would get erections at random times like when i first told him that i really really liked him he he was so rock solid and and i was like why are you hard and he was like i don't know i don't know <laughs> and it's almost like the vulnerability part and like like almost i don't know like a caring part a, a really intimate emotional part that was potentially part of the the erection mm. but also it could just be random it could just be bodily
2: yeah it's it's weird now i wasn't sure if i was going to mention this but i need to mention it here i had a a, 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 a crushing breakup earlier this year. It's been really, it's been really rough. But when we were having the conversation and we were in tears and it was really emotional, I got hard. Yes. And again, it was this weird thing of this isn't a sexual thing, I don't think. But this is with someone who I am very sexually attracted to, have a great sexual history with. So it's this weird. Yeah thing that it's as said but as you say there's a huge intimacy there even if it's a Mm -hmm. sad intimacy or
1: i'm doing the flip reverse at the moment i'll have a have a wank and literally immediately after i come i will burst into tears and i'm there like this is what happened last night i'm not even feeling breakup sad i feel like i'm feeling pretty good and yet i still came and immediately afterwards was like sobbing on my own like (gasps) and i was like why are they so fucking close yeah,
0: there's something to do with pleasure in your emotional gateway. Yeah. It's the lack of control over
2: when those emotions come. Like I had a friend, friend recently who had a, f- a funeral last week and the kind of advice I gave to him before going was try if you can to c- celebrate their life rather than mourn their death. And that's kind of where I am 90% of the time with this breakup now. I'm sitting there going man, how fucking lucky was I? Like, like, again, it was a relationship that changed me as a person, changed my life. And so I'm trying to live in that space of how lucky am I to have been part of that person's yeah. l- life, to have had that person as part of my life, rather than yeah. focusing on the... Oh,
1: the negative, the heartbreak. There's a last... We got a last... It's not really a question. Well, no, it is a question, but it's hilarious. Does eating pussy bleach your beard... Or am I just turning naturally grey? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't think it does, but I've got a lot of, of, of
1: yeah, grey, you know, and, love and, I, and I've pussy?
2: expressed a proclivity for it. So I was going to say so your pussy eating
1: area seems pretty ungrazed, so you know, like yeah, it's. You're, I think you're it keeps b- it. It's. it's, it's yeah,
2: I'm, I'm. I'm proving it wrong, but again, yeah, it's all exactly. r- realisticness and honesty. But if you've, if you've had, if you've you've r- r- recently had a moustache trim, for example that could be uncomfortable for
1: yes. you know, yes, someone with a vagina
2: and things like that. Whereas if it's a bit longer, mm-hmm. it probably won't aggravate as much, but mm-hmm. you might want to go and have a bit of a splash of water when you're done because you're probably <laughs> well, going to get quite messy.
1: Even stubble. I, I remember being eaten out for ages and uh, the guy had stubble and it was like sandpaper. I was like, oh, that's that
0: fucking kills. Yeah. When I was a teenager, I always used to get like like, beard rash from kissing people that had stubble. But I don't know why that doesn't happen to me anymore. Maybe it's, like, when you have, like, soft, supple skin of, like, a
1: teen. Maybe dudes now are just looking after their facial hair more and so it's less scratchy, potentially. Yeah. To round off, we would love to ask you your fuck-off story.
2: Right, yes. I'd forgotten that we were going to get to this. Right, so (laughs) this was... A weird one because it made me question everything in my life and my future. Again, most of these stories are a long time ago because, I don't know, I feel it's more respectful if it's further in the past. It's like True Crime Podcast. (laughs) It's like True Crime Podcast. It's fine if it's 100 years ago, but last week, this is rude. Um, So, yeah, I seen this, this girl and she was quite into choking. So we'd had... Some, 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 some times where we'd had sex where that had been a big thing and it had been a huge part of it. But the thing with choking is. If, <laughs> if you're doing it right, um, it, it's, it's, you, you, you're not just thr- throttling someone. You're yeah. playing into the sexual situation. You're aware that you're cut, It's the sides, not the front, because you're cutting off the carotid artery. Well, blood a to lot the of brain. people aren't
1: aware of that. And
2: again, the front can be part of it if you're having something particularly that's based on discomfort or whatever else. But you've, all, all these cunning's. Kind of but I guess the reason I feel that's r- 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 relevant is choking as part of sex can be a really good part of building up and then release, and then building up and then release, yes. and building up and then mm-hmm. release. So if, for example, yeah. they're only being pleasured while they're being choked, and then when they get a breath of fresh air, they can't, you know, they're not being pleasured. All these things that can yeah. play in, but we... Yeah,
0: right? What the fuck? These... <laughs> these, these, these the,
2: this person was just round my flat and was about to head home, so we were just having a bit of a kiss standing up in the living room as, as they were about to leave and it started to get heated and there started to be some choking and the kissing got more passionate and her hands were grabbing and more passionate but it still wasn't anything with her genitals so my maybe ignorance or youth didn't think about the fact we've not got the kind of the, the natural build and releases so at some point out of nowhere she drops to the floor unconscious <gasps>
1: oh shit oh fuck
2: and i'm standing in my living room with i've caught her kind of thing and laid her down and i'm like have i just killed someone like genuinely <laughs> not, not thinking it's unconscious thinking yeah. i've just done a sex murder
1: yeah I've <laughs> met, I've met them. oh my god
2: and genuinely the thoughts because she woke up quite quickly it, it yeah. must the speed that things went through my mind i was like well, what do I do? Do I ring the police? Do I, ring do I a bury her in the
1: garden? Yeah, exactly.
2: I was genuinely, I was like, "Is my brother about?" Uh, instantly went to my brother. I now know the answer to the question: Who, who would you ring if you had to bury your body? Because I was just like, "I'm going to mm. ring Ian," because um, I don't know what to do here.
1: Like, um, he, he knows. He, he knows how to deal with a murder. Yeah, yeah. He'll he'll help me out
2: here. And the rush of all of those thoughts in that moment, and thinking like again, just you think of all of your life. I'm like. Well, my career's over because I've just yep. killed someone. And then she she woke up and I was kind of like, You alright? And she was a bit confused, like, Yep, yeah, this is weird, isn't it? And it was all all fine. But the Fuck. weirder part was I live in a small town in Essex, and trains are only like every hour. So she had to rush off and get her train.
1: Oh no. <laughs> so she
2: literally left almost immediately. And she... then we're texting each other, and she's like, Yeah, I'm on i I'm s- sat on a train like a minute ago. <laughs> I was w- waking up in someone's living room because she had to get back like, yeah. for work or whatever. So, And I'm sat in my living room, like, fuck, that was all, all of this happened in the shortest amount of time.
0: Were you both okay after it?
2: I mean, we were texting a lot again, you know, and it became a funny thing quite quickly, led by her, which has to be the way in that kind of situation. Yeah. I can't stop <laughs> yeah. being, fucking hell, that was mad, wasn't it? <laughs>
0: <Did> <laughs> everyone almost
2: killed you? Yeah, um, you
0: remember when you almost died? Yeah.
2: <laughs> So it was fine, but, and, and yeah, yeah it's you made not it work. I'm in contact with, but we've had contact in the past. Since then, and it has been kind of a... How mad was that? Do you remember mm-hmm. that time? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought I'd killed you. So yeah, that was. I mean, a-
1: accidents happen when you're, especially if you're playing around with choking. But yeah. uh, I mean, that's happened to me before, where I was like, yeah. I went unconscious. But then, uh, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. We were both lying down, so he didn't know either. And I was like, I was like, tapping him, like, stop, stop, just give me a second, stop. <laughs> I was like, whoa! Like my whole body <laughs> shut down, pins and needles everywhere. And I was like, well, what's just happened? Oh, we're still fucking. Okay, stop. I need a break. <laughs> Mad,
0: um,
2: isn't it? Again, it's 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 the mainstream. It's the mainstream nature of kink. It's 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 the 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 public absorbing of kink w- 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 without necessarily learning w- how what's to do needed. it. I, I follow yeah, a couple of yeah. of of DOMs on 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 Instagram, and I'm not Amazing. particularly into to, to any of the the, the DOM dynamic, but. Mm-hmm. Margot Th- Throbby is, 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 is oh, one that I follow. Oh, my in. God,
0: Margot Throbby. <gasps> I'm not oh.
2: particularly into a lot of her content because I'm not into that particular kink, but I think she's wonderful and articulates things really well and is, is really funny. And one of the things that she talks about a lot as a dom is the lack of n- knowledge in 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 that kind of kink, in, in doms these days, And but in general, in people thinking, oh, I want to get into choking or... Spanking or whatever else, and all of these things can be hot as fuck, yeah, but they can also be. really dangerous that's why we like them though right that's why we like them but we
1: just we just have to learn we got to do our research we have to know what happens if you do choke someone out and like how to deal with that aftermath you know like like don't go into slap them and choke them again (laughs) i've now done years of
2: of brazilian jiu-jitsu so i'm far more comfortable with people being unconscious and i'm far better at choking people but you know these things Ah, (laughs) these things at the time weren't weren't really there so yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah do your research and like take a break and a breather and just check <laughs> in guys just all you need to do is check in in sex it
2: feels like there's such natural checking points but in this because we were just kissing and it yeah, was we so course, unplanned yeah like, no checking you until you're um, until i'm waking you up on the floor okay. yes <laughs> just check it in yeah,
1: you're, you're right. right you're right i've there. decided so, oh. to
2: stop i just see
1: ya. yeah, i'm going i'm out <laughs> Yeah. But this has been an incredible episode thank you so, so much for taking Did the enjoy. time to thank chat you for to having us me on.
2: it's been a pleasure
1: please tell the the curious fuckers where they can find you and your twitter and your instagram and everything
2: i mean i'm kind of off, off socials at the moment other than instagram stories so it's a bit boring there but i'm about just just search for me but um distraction pieces podcast is my podcast that's out every week and then yeah my main Work thing at the moment is acting and script writing. So there's a load of things I've been in in recent years and a load of things coming up. So go and have a look at my IMDb and see if anything catches your eye.
0: Well, curious fuckers, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it far and wide. Everyone you know wants to listen to this one. And as always, please give us a rating and a review. It helps so much get this podcast into more people's ears.
1: And of course, you can keep up to date with us on Instagram and other social medias. We're trying, what are we trying? It's like TikTok and something else. I don't know. Oh, yeah, Twitter YouTube has shorts. been left behind. YouTube shorts, motherfucker. So please check us out there. Follow us on at Come Curious and also our personal accounts, Read Amber X and Florence Bark.
0: Until then, see you next Thursday, curious fuckers. See you
1: next Thursday. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, Pip. Bye. 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 <laughs>